Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the forecast episode 39. The forecast is a bi-weekly, by the way. Did everybody see the meme that I sent? Oh yeah. yeah. Was that not freaking great? Fortnite. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, I will post that because it's great. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't want anyone to miss out. Oh, thanks, Jake. <laughs> Plays yeah, really good on a podcast. <laughs> Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every Thursday. We are a community of people we love exploring and discussing new products, uh, video games, board it's games. Wednesday, fam. TV shows, movies, whatever's on our brains that day, um, and just kind of evaluating them. We like, I don't know, we love doing betas. We love uh, playtesting games. So, you know, it's just a big group of stuff that we like to talk about. Um you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon Community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. All of our links and uh, notes are posted online. They also get um, sent out to whatever podcasting app you use. So let's get started with this. I've actually really enjoyed this uh, the last couple weeks we've done this, but what you've been playing and why you love it in one minute and 40 seconds or less. We still keep compressing this ever so slightly. Does it need to be why I love it? What if I hate it? Okay, I don't like to talk ask. about something and ask. Yeah, and talk about how mm, I hate it. Okay, how about this? Is what that, you've been playing good? and what you find frustrating about it? Ooh. that seems way too specific, though. <laughs> how about just what you've been playing and how you feel about it? What you've been playing and how you I'm, feel about it? I'm about so that? fucking mad. Well, I've been having so much fun it. with this game that it really bothers me. Well, then you don't okay. feel about it. And you can just say I don't. Oh, well, okay. I've been playing right, Overwatch, game, I and I don't. <laughs> Frank, you what start. you playing, and how so... you do or don't feel about it. And how yeah. you do or don't feel. Okay, I'm going to... Here we go, here we go again. Here we go. All right, guys, I'm glad we can start it off <laughs> this way. Let's do what you've been playing and how you do or don't feel about it in one minute, 40 seconds or less. Well, Hopefully now one less. minute, 30, thank you. Oh, so, oh. Strike Vector EX is uh, a new release of the game Strike Vector. Um... I like it. I like it a lot because I'm a big fan of um, games where you can fly. I like flight sims. This isn't a flight sim. It's more like an arcadey shooter, uh, to where you're in a jet called a vector, and you can switch between sort of hovering like a harrier, or just like speeding through the air. And it's a lot of fun. It's really like twitch based and like, but also you can also incorporate sort of knowledge of aerobatics and maneuvering it's just as much as your aiming skills as is your flying skills and i Real enjoy quick, it are you are you an intense such an intense flight sim guy that you actually have a setup or not yeah i do have a setup okay I, let I me know. tell you he That's is not for this good game, at though. strike vector so good <laughs> i don't think you'd use a, a hotas for this game though no it's incompatible i tried yeah <laughs> uh but it does incorporate the sort of same aiming convention as insurgency to where the camera won't necessarily move. There's sort of like a little bit of um, leeway in between each area. Um, to where it'll the screen won't move. Your cursor will start to move down into the corner. You'll eventually hit a point and then it'll actually move. So that's really nice. I really wish more games did that. That's, that's Strike Factory X. Cool beans. You also have Tyranny on here. Yeah, I'm minute 40, dog. Nice. Tyranny. Right. You've been playing some Tyranny? That game's so good. You gotta show me Tyranny. We're over the time. Stop. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm Jake. just cutting into my time here. Shut up, Caleb. Okay, that's yeah, gonna you're be cutting your into game, my time. Go ahead. You can be Tyranny. Go ahead, Caleb. No. Oh, Caleb, sorry. you're talking Jake, about Tyranny. Go. Amigo? Yeah, go. Oh, God. Okay, so I finally finished Persona 4. So I switched over to Yakuza 0, getting back into that. 
And it's a lot of fun because you play a super serious Yakuza Japanese man and you beat other people with bicycles. Like and that's kind of all yeah. I got. You literally pick up full bicycles and beat yes. people with it? That's it actually the great. the best part of that game. <laughs> it's so much fun. Wow. So it actually, you have two characters, right? One who's the bicycle lord and he beats people with bicycles. And the other guy has a fighting style that's based on breakdancing, which is... <laughs> Hmm. Fucking amazing. Oh my so, god. It's so much fun. So it's like Mugen from Samurai Champloo? That is exactly what I was thinking. Yes, Samurai Champloo. Like Eddie Gordo from Tekken? Sure. <laughs> Let's throw more references in there. Yeah. Is this PS- PS4 only, right? Yes. So sad. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like there's games that are worth playing. Ooh, Not shit. really. Nah. Not worth getting a PS4 to play. That's the issue. You're cutting into your time right now. It's already five seconds. Well, I've been playing some Kingsway, which is a game Alex showed to me. It's a roguelike RPG that you play through an interface that looks like a Windows 95 desktop. Yeah, that's and you like open up your inventory with a shortcut, and then you like move everything around and you fight battles in this tiny window. Well, wait, I always thought your inventory through a shortcut. No, I thought it worked to where you you got a a skill to where you could unlock your inventory and other things through shortcuts. You can get short. I mean, like a desktop shortcut. Right. You double click a desktop shortcut and up your window comes. I mean, like a keyboard shortcut. You can unlock keyboard shortcuts with gems that you get for playing. Jesus. (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's pretty cool. Pretty fun. It seems pretty neat. That's a roguelike I could get into. Yeah. When you full screen it, does it just bring you back? No, like oh, this is this is 1997 right here. I mean, it's not no? that like 95 evident, but I mean, plus looks, we might be like it, but... the wrong generation. Yeah, probably. No, no that's I, 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 I grew up on a DOS machine, baby. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, but you guys are older, yeah. Yeah, that not much. by much. Come on, guys. Yeah, but it's computers. <laughs> yeah, God. like one year <laughs> difference is huge. Computer. <laughs> All right, Chad, you're up. Chad. Chad? Tekken 7. Uh, so basically, <laughs> I picked up Tekken 7 a while ago, and I just started recently playing it again, and I, I gotta tell you, the people online are either like, you have fun in the match, or they just spam the same move over and over again, and you just want to freaking spoon your eyes out. Play Brawl all over again, baby. <laughs> Brawl, but, that's right. Pretty oh, much. Oh, gosh. But I mean, I feel like Brawlhall is more toxic than Tekken. Although you can't really talk to people in Tekken. Player unknowns, no, uh, y- yeah. you have yeah, you have to friend request them. If Player unknowns, you're talking about toxic games. You um, agree? If you get in a lobby some, of one of those, I've been having some fun in that. I actually changed my key bindings uh, and sensitivities, and getting used to that had, it took like a little bit. But after I got used to it, I actually really enjoy my setup now. So. Wow, that was the most effective use of the minute and 40 seconds. I'm proud of you. I want you to know. Uh, did I actually hit it, or, or did I go over? I mean, no, you were like right under. You were like a minute 33, and I'm already cutting into my time. So here we go. Sherlock Holmes, the devil's daughter. Uh, since we haven't done our humble monthly bundle rumble yet, um, I'm kind of sad because I actually really enjoy this game. Uh, it is very much just like a uh, third-person um, detective game where the settings determine how much information you can gather in a scene and by settings i mean like the difficulty level uh determines how much information you can gather from a scene and how much you have to determine from that um what the sort of solution to the puzzle is and it's really unique the i feel like starting starting playing i thought it was going to be the same thing over every uh, case i had to solve 
but they really change the game metrics and the way you play and how you solve cases as you go um, pretty significantly. So it's it's actually really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Is it a point and click? No, not at all. No? Sherlock uh-huh. Holmes just comes in and he's Watson's like, there's a crime, Sherlock! And he's like, elementary, my dear Watson. It case actually closed. has a <laughs> lot of cutscenes. There's a lot of voice acting. Um, well, I, I wouldn't it, expect Sherlock Holmes to be a fast-paced, first-person, class-based shooter. <laughs> 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 Dr. Watson is so fucking OP. It's so <laughs> Alex, you're up. All right, um... I've been playing a little bit of Pyre that came out, the new Supergiant Games game. Oh. Um, have you been playing it, Frank? No, I really oh, want okay. to. I'm it's, waiting to hear um, It's surprising, because we played the multiplayer uh, demo at PAX. I had a blast with it. And I thought that was going to be like most of the game, and maybe some tweaks on like the mechanics in that um, it's like a three-on-three basketball-y, but like, not like fantasy basketball people called it orb sports or okay orb sports sure it's like basketball and football yeah okay uh so that's like the combat in the game that's actually like the gameplay part but that only happens like few and far in between in the actual game like most of the the game part is kind of visual novelty like you're like just talking to characters and making decisions and um exploring this kind of deep universe that they've built and the coolest part about it is that all of the dialogue um they just like use words you've never heard of before that are in context of the universe but every single time they do that the the words highlighted and if you hover over it it has like a definition of what it is and like a brief history of it or something so Ooh. like you get all of this background knowledge just from talking to people it's really cool Tyranny actually does that a ton in the pillars of eternity series is it the like same a, mechanic? I mean, is it is? Uh, did they go so far to almost s- subtly write their own language, like at least a small fraction of it, or not really? Um, or is it more just like, just like specific words? It's like uh, like a the... like a city name will be mentioned, and then it'll be like this is like the last known you know uh, normal human city, like this. Um, like it'll mention like. Uh, a character's name and it'll remind you that that character is the person that you met in the wastes um that was like the most imposing of the three figures that you met or something hmm. that kind of stuff mostly like see- names and stuff it seems yeah, really like fleshed names out and, and like like proper nouns yeah that are all going to be like highlighted interesting the basketball sort of what'd you call it frank orb orb something or orb sports Orb sports. It's basically like <laughs> basketball if you could tackle people in basketball. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, when I first started playing basketball, I did tackle somebody. I, <laughs> I didn't really did. know the rules. Clearly. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. Just come uh, up, deck a dude in the face. Well, like, okay, so real quick short story. I was a grade below when you actually started playing basketball, but they didn't have enough people to field the team, so they had three people come up. Uh, I think it was I was a third grader. And they were like, all right, here's the ball. Go have fun. And then the other team got the ball. I literally tackled him into a wall in the gym. And it was just like. One of those padded walls? No. Oh, no, no, no. They were like, <laughs> do, you remember in, do you remember in school when you had those like fold down tables that were like in oh, the wall? No. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right into one of those. Boom. Yep. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know. We had the padded walls in the gym and we would run from one end of the gym to the other end and then like 
body slam slamming themselves into the, into the wall. Oh yeah, now, yep. that makes sense. But to literally me it was... bouncing <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> to me, it was always like that game you played when you grew up, uh, Smear the Queer. Did you guys ever play that? Yeah. Oh, fuck that sounds that? so politically incorrect now, but basically, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, a whole bunch of say. people in a yard, and there's a ball, and whoever has the ball is the queer, and you smear them, which means you tackle them onto the ground and show their face in the dirt. Oh my god, I haven't thought of this game in so long, and that <laughs> right? sounds so horrible now to, to, like, I know. in today's day and age. <laughs> it sounds so bad. <laughs> oh gosh, let's not play that anymore. So, uh, we recently did our... Frank? It's now called Gently Rub the Guy with the Ball into the ground. <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, yeah. it, it, st- it still does. It sounds just as dirty as Smear the Queer. I don't so, know. I, okay. Okay. So we had our first um, large game stream entitled, Hey, you guys want to play some? Uh, two weeks ago, I believe, on July 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we had six or seven of us. I, th- I think it was six. Um, we t- sat down, played a whole slew of games. Um, I think overall we had some fun, even though some of the games didn't really go that well. I think. Um, <laughs> yep, that's an understatement. I think we all had had uh, shenanigans were had, and I think we we reached the goal of just having some fun. Um, but we're planning on having another one. Uh, this upcoming this Saturday, we're planning on having a smaller stream, smaller amount of people. Probably play some, uh, you know, four-player games, uh, whatnot, and also that that is the date on the fifth of August. And then we're also planning on having another large one, hopefully, on August twentieth. Frank, I feel yeah, like yeah. as you age, you're just becoming more and more like Christopher Walken in your speech pattern. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Also, I'm pretty sure at this point, I still do not know how to play whatever that game is where you have to reload your gun and it takes Napoleonic like half Wars. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to play that at Dude, all. Dude, that, that part where just the gates opened up and all the horses came was terrifying that was was just a ridiculous ridiculous map it it was a lot of fun just like backstory we played on napoleonic mountain blade napoleonic wars which is a game that takes place during the napoleonic wars where it takes you fucking 13 seconds to reload a musket (laughs) and um it like the game looks like garbage but i think I, i think it's a lot of fun just because think, of all of the lewd names that are in there. Out of, out of all of the games in, on the list we could have played, I think we chose the two that take the longest amount of time to reload a weapon. That knock gun, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Seven barrels of reloading every shot. Uh, so let's talk about video games real quick. Um, uh, uh, there's a lot of things we want to talk about here, but let's real talk quick. about the most yeah, that'll important... that'll be a nice change of pace. Yeah, real, real quick. Let's talk about the most important thing in video games this week and next week, which is TI-7. Uh, Texas Instruments? Yes, Texas Instruments. <laughs> yeah, they finally instruments. released our seventh instrument. Wow. Where the fuck is my TI-90? <laughs> <laughs> They're going back. They're going back through the cycle of names. Don't worry. So oh, okay. um, It's calculated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you did there. Why isn't there a TI app for your phone? There probably is. They're not. So in case you're they unaware, TI is the International 7. It is Dota 2's premier championship series, tournament, whatever you want to call it. 
I guess if you wanted to call it the international, you just call it the international. Yeah, tournament, whatever. Um, it's held in Seattle every year. Uh, it is the highest prize pool. Is it still the highest prize pool of any esports game? Yep. Okay. Until Beat itself because it's community funded. Yeah. Well, until League decides to be community funded, and then yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> and then lose. it's gonna lose to League. <laughs> uh, so group stages actually started today, Wednesday. Um, and fourth wall. Man, it's just. It's it's oh did I just break the fourth wall? Yeah, it's actually it started yesterday. Oh, it's wow. Thursday. Get it together. Oh shoot! <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk now because obviously I can't keep things straight. Good. There's a twenty-three point three million dollar prize pool. That means first Fuck place is me. getting ten point two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if you show up and get last place, you're making fifty-eight thousand dollars. You can sit there. You can you can sit there, freaking clicking at a key, doing all that shit, playing a video game, and then a farmer who's making all the shitty food that this guy can pack into his body so he can get more <laughs> dough to time in. He's making jack all. It's uh, <laughs> yep. actually seventeenth and eighteenth place are fifty eight thousand uh, dollars. Those are actually the two places that are going to be dropped in the group stage. They're not even going to the main event. Hey, so thanks for first, playing. Here's fifty grand. <laughs> the first uh, sixteen places. So if you go to the main event, you're making one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars minimum for your team. Wait, or so if you is, win. That, is that fifty thousand per person on that? No, team? that's split amongst no. the team. So okay, you're gonna make like what ten thousand each. Which in context doesn't which, sound like a lot, but if you win, what is the current winning amount? Twenty three point three. No, 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 first no. first place is ten point two million. Oh, okay. ten point two million. The twenty three point three is split amongst the all the places. So, so basically, basically two million per person, five man team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I wonder how that's taxed. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily. You can come in sixth place in the tournament, and your team will still win over a million dollars. That's that's ridiculous. Pretty crazy. That's really cool. Um, so that's happening over the next week. We'll fi- get the winner uh, next Saturday, right? Yep. yep. Me and All Aaron are actually going to attend in Seattle in the arena. It'll be our second non-consecutive year. Yep. Very exciting. We're going to see EG win again. Be the first team to win two times the international. Hopefully Very some other cool stuff. stuff comes out of that. We'll see. I don't know. Last time we showed up and Dead Mouse was just there. Just yep. you know, playing a concert. So that would be cool to see again. Oh, Dead Mal Five. Okay. Yeah, Dead Mal Five. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, let's move on to some other games that um, uh, have come out recently or are about to come out that we kind of want to talk about. Um, Alex, I actually put this in here, Path of Exile, but this is kind of your your thing. Really, Brendan's thing. Is it really <laughs> Brendan's <laughs> thing, though? Dude, that uh, guy Brendan plays launches. so much of that game. Yeah. That dude loves um, Poe on the daily. So Path of Exile is coming out. If this is going out tomorrow, then tomorrow with an update. Um, basically reworking the whole game, kind of like what, I, I think what it's going to be similar it? to. It's a action RPG like Diablo. Freaking oh, okay. Diablo! So excited. So it's so not excited. They're kind of like reworking the game. I think similar to how 7.0 reworked all of Dota. So they're adding like double the amount that. of content <laughs> to the game. They're, they're like right now there are four acts in the game, and they're adding six more. 
there's going to be 10 acts total. And instead of like, like traditionally you would go through the campaign in that game and then restart on a harder difficulty. And they wanted it to make it. So you would just go through once and that would kind of constitute playing through multiple times on harder difficulties. I think there's only one difficulty now and it just scales as the game gets towards the end. So this is not actually Diablo, which has, I believe 10 difficulties now. Yeah. That actually may have more than that. But Diablo also only has three acts in the main game and one expansion act. Yeah. So four total. Uh, I am anticipating this a lot. I th- I'm going to play through it, I think. It'll be I think I'm going to play through it. I want Abe to play as well. We'll place uh, a couple other people here, maybe. Get a group going. We'll see. Uh, talk to us about Lone Echo. Lone Echo is a new um, VR title from Oculus Studios. So it's on the Rift only right now. Um, it is really cool. Like probably the best campaign like story mode VR title. Like it finally feels like this is what a triple A VR title should be. I've heard it's about six hours long and it's basically like you're a uh, robot on a space station and like a space anomaly happens and like a whole bunch of systems on the ship get damaged and you're like with your astronaut that you're serving you're like going around a ship fixing systems and you have to like go out on spacewalks and like try to you know open different hatches and everything but it all feels like really really polished and it works in VR because like the whole game is in zero gravity. So you don't have the issue of having to teleport around and like kind of taking yourself out of it. So you just kind of push off of any surface that you can grab onto and float through zero G through the space station. Um, and you have like little uh, rocket boosters on your wrists, like kind of a, uh, Iron Man style, if you like are floating and don't have anything within reach. So when you're floating, do you do the like uh, super fast nerd run where you put your hands like behind your back to use the rocket boosters? Are you doing this in your chair? Because this is what <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining you doing. You can do that. And also like since you're floating the entire time, one trick that I have come up with to try to like put myself in it a little bit more is I have a stool, like a bar stool. And I have it at a height where my toes just barely touch the ground. Um, so most of the time my feet are dangling. And then if I'm like trying to spin or trying to like turn a direction, I'll just like put a toe down real quick and like give me the chair around. That kind of feels more zero GE. That sounds pretty cool. And it's only on the Oculus? Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming it will work with Revive, but I have not confirmed that. Revive. So cool. Speaking of uh, VR, maybe we should just take this opportunity to have Jake talk about VR mm-hmm. real quick since he recently got a VR headset. Yeah, that is true. I got the uh, the Oculus while it was on sale. Uh, I don't know that I have a whole ton to say about it. It was really cool. All right. <laughs> Favorite game so far? VR is here. Favorite so far? Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't played a whole ton, but Surgeon Simulator VR is pretty much as much fun as it is normally. Did you play Robo Recall? Not yet. 
that it, it, I saw that game and I was like, I need, I need VR. I, it, <laughs> it, it was, it was like a heroin addict who saw heroin again. Mm-hmm. I was Hold like, on. I need it. I need that. I need. I just give it. To, just I don't care what how much it costs. Just give it. I wish we would have had a recording going when Jake came back into the channel the first time after he tried VR. <laughs> yeah, that was probably but, the and most then just like insert that here instead of whatever this is because. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel amped. like Surgeon Simulator is really not like a really good use of VR. I mean, it's fine, but I feel he like some so of the other amped. games you'll he play was, like, you'll be so excited. much more excited about. Yeah, the the opening demo for Oculus is pretty pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> the little robot. Yeah, no, that's it's crazy cool. Yeah, Alex, you own both. Which one, which opening demo is better, the Vive or the Oculus's demo? Um, the Vive doesn't really have as much of the opening i mean it kind of i mean the tutorial and the vibe is not great it's it's good i wouldn't say it's on the level of the rift yeah i'd say the rift one is like so much more like open-ended and exploratory and like i don't know like neat like the vive one you're basically in this big white space and it's kind of got like like a portal head dude is it you like know, the like, Matrix? It's like, oh yeah, I recognize the thing from Portal or whatever. And it's got like these 2D cutout guys that drive around and you can blow a balloon with your controller. But basically it serves to show you, hey, there's buttons on these controllers. This is how you press them. The one for the Rift is like, we're putting you in this virtual world now. And it's like, now now you're in this place that you can do all sorts of things. And there's this crazy robot guy that's like kind of interactive with you. And he gives you a whole bunch of different tools to just mess around with for like 10 minutes. And then like the whole thing's like, all right, now you're ready for VR. Cause like you've organically explored like how all these controls work and, and like what VR is capable of. And then it like zooms you out in this cool way. I, don't know. I, I think it works a lot better. Yeah. Vibes is more of like, uh, here's what these controllers are and here's how you use them. And mm. riffs is more like an experience. Here you go. Here's some space. Do some stuff. Do some stuff. Do you think... Um, I mean, obviously the Oculus has been kind of a, a cool version of VR just since they've come out with their new controllers because they're so much better than what Vive's controllers are. Um, they are. They are. I mean, they're just better. But Vive's been working on their new controllers for their headset. And I actually think Vive working on it, or is it just Valve? Well, I don't know. I guess it is Valve. Maybe it is Valve. I don't know who's actually doing it. It's but Valve. Yeah. It looks so much cooler than what we have right now. I'm so ready so, for them. You just think, want to be able to let your hand completely go when you throw stuff, don't you? Yeah. That's exactly what I want to do. And then I want it to slip off my hand like you did when you used to have the uh, Nintendo, <laughs> whatever Wii. it was called, the Wii. Thank you. Controllers go flying across the room and just. Plus a TV or something. I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm the positive. <laughs> we won't probably see as many TVs busted because obviously we're not throwing them towards TVs, but there will be punctures in drywall and broken controllers from hitting things. Almost guaranteed. So is Oculus room scale now? Mm-hmm. It is? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They suggest you buy a third sensor if you're going to do room scale on it. I think there's a beta right now where you can just use the two sensors. Mm. But I think the tracking is not quite there yet. 
That's the one thing that I think Vive definitely has over Oculus is... Yeah, I was definitely leaning towards the Vive eventually, because like, I was like, I want to be able to move around. Yeah, you can move around with the Oculus. Uh, there's more cables with it, because each of the sensors has to actually be connected to a cable that's connected yeah. to the computer. Oh. Um, and they want you to have at least three sensors for it, but you can do it with two. You just might have a little bit of issues. Yeah. Um, but the Vive is like, I'm going to just drill these two sensors into this wall and give them power and they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm actually ready to try it outside now that I have a big enough yard to be able to do it. You can finally play that game that none of us have been able to play yet? Yes! Yeah, well, actually, once I get the basement done, then I'll be able to play it. What the heck is that game called? Unforeseen something. Diplomacy. Diplomacy. I don't know. We'll see. The room scale, I just the, the thought of playing VR in a large open space, not like a basement, but just outside... Mm -hmm. just seems so cool especially if it's a you know a game that is actually themed around that like something you're doing like out in the grass or out in a field somewhere that'd just be fun to do i don't know i Wind guess lands. i could just go outside you know and do things out in the field <laughs> why would you do the, that the yard you know oh man it seems pretty dangerous like what if there's a deer and he comes up <laughs> oh! and tries to like eat you while you're playing vr that's i don't know man you can't even see him can't see him that's Death right by deer Idea. So those the lighthouse things, uh, the sensors for the Vive, they're supposed to be able to be expandable, where you could buy like more of them and cover a bigger area. So like potentially you could just like buy a warehouse or something, oh. put up a whole bunch of sensors, mm -hmm. get like the wireless like TP cast thing, and then uh. just like run around the whole warehouse. That's what we really need. We need wireless uh. for these guys. Coming. It's coming. so much better. Uh, let's talk about some other games that we've been playing recently. Um, a couple of people here have been playing some Fortnite, which is... Is it actually out-out? It's in beta. Okay, so it's in early beta. It went access, from early right? access to beta. You get it right, bro. It went from alpha access. to early access. I, I didn't want to call it early me. access because I always thought that was just like a Steam thing. But if they're calling it that too, I, I guess... So is that is that just the, like the term now? Yeah. Yeah. There's um when you launch the game on the loading screen, it says in the top right hand corner early access. Like I look at that shit. I, I just mean, stare at my load bar. <laughs> I just stare at it. I look at it going up. <laughs> fucking shaking violently. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fix break everything. Yeah, I yeah. got you. So, so actually sorry, go ahead. Actually, what you'd probably be thinking in your head is, I need to go click through those menus for five hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, Fortnite's the new game from Epic Games, a la the people that originally made Gears of War. Cl Cliffy B, Cliff Plazinski. No, no, wait, he went off. He's, he's, anymore, he's not right? there anymore. That's right. Um, but it's it's basically... I don't even know how the fuck to describe it. It's like a base defense game. Like... Tower defense, except you build your own towers and design them. It's like uh, freaking Dungeon Defenders meets Minecraft meets um, Factorio meets like a shooter, I guess. Yeah. Are we doing like that thing where we overcomplicate all the games we play? Because <laughs> that's really what it sounds like. A Fortnite is... It really is that complicated. Well, it's it's there's a lot. When you open up that menu there. OK, first of all, I don't think I could count the amount of like menus that you actually need to look at and pay attention to on a regular basis. 
on my two hands. There are just so many. There's so much fucking loot and different things and systems. You got like squads and defender squads and survivor squads. And then you got your like people squads. Then you got your heroes. But then you got defender heroes. And then you got fucking crafting to where you have schematics for like shooty weapons and hitty weapons. weapons. Have you tapped into collections yet? Oh, yeah, dude. Where you just give give up one of your cards forever because oh, you want to level up your collection, and I still don't know what like repercussions that means for me. Uh, like means it, 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 no, it means nothing. I think you get more benefit. So, putting schematics. So you get schematic. You can get schematics for the same weapon or trap or anything, but they might have different stats on them, or they might be a different color rarity. Um, and putting them in your collection is basically like putting money away in your savings account to where like disassembling a schematic is like, yo, I just need materials right now. So it's like short term versus long term. And it doesn't matter which you do. I kind of go back and forth. But the the actual like game, I I think it's fun. I've I've started reaching a point where it's a little difficult. You have to think about like w- how you're building your base and how you sort of want to herd the zombie hordes. But I haven't really had a chance to play with friends. So just because it just hasn't lined up. So I'm still, I'm not super hot on that game. You You like scheduling everything else. You might as well schedule playing Fortnite with people. I schedule like one thing. I start, I start being responsible, and y'all are like, oh, I'm, proud, I'm proud of you, Frank. Being responsible <laughs> and shit. I don't think any of us actually said that or thought that, but I know that you mention it. Oh, Jake. There it is. I thought it too. Dang See, it. we were all thinking it. It wasn't like, a, oh, Frank's being responsible, and this is weird. It was just Frank's being responsible and, like, very into it. <laughs> it was intensely I'm into, into it. it. Okay, it's important. Everybody's got to have something they're into, Frank. Like yeah, the people who tend to enjoy lawbreakers. I feel like there are Ooh. very few of you. Wow, you hate good. it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to me. Uh, it's just not... Okay, first of all, lawbreakers come out, uh, comes out when? August 7th. Okay, August 7th. Oh, that's so, soon. Very, very soon, yes. Very quickly. Um, we actually started this conversation before the podcast about how Lawbreakers is terrible, but not <laughs> terrible because some people like it and some people don't. But it's pretty fun. Weird how that it's works. like it's like people have game preferences or something. That's yeah. stupid. That's weird. Lawbreakers. Um, let's start with this. Let's start with Caleb and Alex, the two people who actually enjoy playing that game. <laughs> Why don't you talk about it for a second, and then I can then 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 the rest of us can highlight our I'm thoughts. Just gonna on come it. in and shit all over. So like. <laughs> Like if you took Quake or Unreal Tournament, I guess, because it's an Epic Games game, or it's not an Epic Games games, it's a not Cliff Blazinski game. <laughs> we made Jesus. the opposite mistake this time. <laughs> you it's did. Cliff Blazinski and his new studio. Oh, dude, huge. Yeah, yeah, that guy. So if you took like an arena shooter like Unreal Tournament and then put like some of the ability stuff from Overwatch in it, and then put zero G areas in the maps. 
That's not game. nearly complicated enough for one of yeah. our comparisons. <laughs> yeah. Compared to like five more games. Please. Didn't, didn't the game used to be to where it was all in zero G and you had to like, you, you could just point at certain cover places and you just zero G your way over there and you do your shooting while you're floating through the air? Or am I thinking something I completely different? I think that's something different. Yeah, it's never been since I, I mean, we've been playing betas off and on for like a year and it's never been like that. Yeah. There are uh, areas well, in the map the that alpha. go zero G and like the main thing about that is that you can shoot behind yourself to propel yourself through the zero G area. And yeah. It, the, it has the, a shoot behind you button. The The physics on that are pretty, pretty unique. That one mechanic cool. is actually cool, but I think that's like the one uniqueness to this game. The, it makes it this, feel completely different though. Just the, that one yeah, change. Yeah. I don't I'm know dead. what we were fighting about before. Uh, if we wanted to like bring up the same discussion, we were yeah, fighting I, about I, it I being really, an ability-based really, game. Yeah, that's really the issue. Is well, this is kind of what I see. Lawbreakers is like a game that was probably in development at a really good time to introduce a game like this, but it's come behind or after a game that is just so dominated the 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 market for five v five team-based shooter ability games. And it just feels like it's, to me, it feels like it's lacking. When I go play Overwatch, I'm like, all right, there's a lot going on here. I really enjoy, like, coordinating abilities, coordinating what we're doing. And Lawbreakers feels like it's just kind of coming in behind, like, all right, we're a shooter. We have abilities, but it's not really based around teamwork as much as it's based around just your ability to kill people. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. a, Overwatch was hugely successful. And oh, then once. it's too yeah. bad it fell off. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah, yeah, it's really is you know it's over the hill. Yeah, over the hill. And with all these other mobas coming out and everything, like it, the, I'm just imagining fucking Johnny B Moneybags over at Video Game Inc. Just being like, I got a fucking idea. Why don't we put fucking abilities in our first person shooters? It'll be fucking awesome. Here's what we're gonna do. This guy, he's like a big tank, and he he takes a lot of bullets. And he does like a charge thing or he gets like a grenade launcher or some shit. I don't fucking know. I don't make it. Go out there and make that. And then we got like a skinny chick and she's fast. And I don't know. She's, she's got an ability, <laughs> be, ability about being fucking fat. Maybe we got a guy that turns invisible. I don't fucking know. Like, let, let's, just do let's, let's just talk about quick champions. Talking about quick champions. Talking about fucking lawbreakers. Like the only thing that lawbreakers was is that Johnny B. Moneybags, the second over at fucking <laughs> Boss Key Studios or whatever, yep. was like, Hey, what if we like? <laughs> what if you like? If you're in zero G, you can like point the gun behind you and like shoot, and it makes you go faster. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Sold. We fucking taking Overwatch down, boys." Man, I didn't realize we had so many guests on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? There's a lot. It of takes like, it takes more than one person to make a video game. Okay, you know that's true. That's true. I think like Lawbreakers is, is definitely not trying to compete with Overwatch. Lawbreakers <laughs> no, is trying not. to compete with I, like Quake Champions and yeah. and those games. So it's like I'm, two it's like two fucking hobos fighting over a scrap of bread <laughs> while Over Overwatch is sitting over there on its gold fucking porcelain <laughs> shitter. Just like shitting out all this content, and people are people just lining up. It doesn't. It doesn't have Blizzard appeal, but there's definitely a group of gamers that have been clamoring for like something like this. Absolutely, I'm just not one of them. 
Yeah. There's also <laughs> one game mode that I want to mention because it's a lot of fun called Blitzball. And a ball spawns in the My center of the map. My favorite Final Fantasy sport. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Wow. Let's all get this fucking I just realized water. Cliff Blazinski, like Blazinski Blitzball. I don't Blitzball. know. Something there. Oh my god. I don't feel like there's anything there. What? Alex? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't yeah. think. Let's mine this. I don't think that's it. Look at to go deeper. No, we got it. Blazinski ball. A ball spawns in the center, and you got to grab it and take it to the enemy base. So it's like a reverse capture the flag. It's a lot of fun. So much Holy fun. Holy fu- fucking revolutionary. <laughs> no, it's just a lot of fun, especially in that game mode, because people pretty, can move so fast. If pretty, sure, pretty sure Tribes was doing that. Sure. If this game reminds me of Tribes a lot. It's a lot yeah. like Tribes. What? Yeah, but tribes is... I mean, just the is, twitchiness of Tribes, right? Like, you're moving so freaking fast in order to shoot somebody, you got to lead them by, like, a quarter mile. Like, that, that portion of Tribes, right? I mean, a lot of the stuff hits can, so you don't have to lead them. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, also the ski in in what tribes? No. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say like tribes. Like for me, tribes was, like, has a fucking leading a dude. Yeah. Skiing at like two hundred miles an hour and I'm just running about, around like, the skiing, spinning like the capture the flag mode in tribes. Like yeah. You get you get the the assassin that has like a, a grappling hook thing that you're like uh, flying through the map super fast yeah. and like you just swoop in and grab the ball or something. I'm gonna add and tribes just like keep to on the running. games list. Or uh, you play as Wraith, who has like this ridiculous slide jump thing that he can just like zoom across the map. He's like a slide and then three jumps. So he just like travels all the way across the map in like one second. I, a gunslinger I, who can literally teleport. Yeah, pretty pretty good. I just love doing 360s, freaking disc fooling fools, and then just yelling out Shazbot. Guess what? Uh, it's funny because we were we were playing Lawbreakers and then Brendan keep kept on just saying like, "Man, I miss Tribes." Yeah, I wish <laughs> Tribes was still popular. I Apparently, tribes. Tribe, tribes servers are dead. <laughs> this just completely. In. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Oh, that's really sad. Oh man, I actually enjoyed that for the limited amount of time that I got to play it. It was really great. Uh, I okay, so I I did. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I really did yeah. because yeah, I felt fun. like I like flew through and grabbed the flag, and I was just always back at the base with the flag. Oh, it was so good! I could not literally hit anyone with a gun in that game. Didn't matter, dude. dude you're it moving didn't matter fucking where fast I shot. Speed of light. Freaking it's weird no to idea. me you don't like Lawbreakers then, because there's a character who basically is that. Yeah, but yeah, the but maps. The if maps I can't just shoot aren't that anyone, size, it's like yeah, they're not as big. Sure. I don't understand. And yeah, I don't like know. you have maybe one second of downtime in tribes. You're like, give me a hill. And then it's like, there's one. The last time get... we played uh, Lawbreakers, I actually finally played the Medic class, which I don't know why I hadn't played, because I play the Medic <laughs> class in every shooter ever. Yeah, I was confused. Confirmed. And all I did was just follow Caleb around and heal him, and it was so much fun. So good. <laughs> and That's the Medic in that game that... has a grenade launcher. Like, I don't have to be like, lame Mercy that I'm just like... Floating around healing somebody. Whoa, like, whoa. Yeah. Swap Overwatch only has Mer- the one healer. Man. <laughs> that game is so bad when you really think about it. <laughs> just I don't want to just be running around floating through the air, just being like, heroes never die. Fucking oh. garbage. <laughs> what a perfect Speaking mercy impression. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Seriously, in the latest update, it. she's a smoker now. So yeah. that is what she sounds like. She's just sitting there.
That would be great if they Blizzard actually with had Blizzard without a diversity in games. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like fly over and heal me. She's like, give me a second, honey. <laughs> honey She's got smoke. a skin where her wings are like cannabis leaves. Yes. <laughs> Not that kind of smoker. She, <laughs> yes. I meant cigarettes. No, that's that's how life Frank was going with this, it. That's just really like, <laughs> this skinny blonde haired girl. She just like comes in and she's like, yo, man, we're going to be coming up right up in here. Going to be healing you all night. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, Frank. It's good shit. Did you hey, hear that Symmetra is autistic? Yeah. I read about that the other day. Apparently Thanks. confirmed by the devs. Yeah, that's like canon or something. <laughs> so well, is has news gotten a hold of this? Because suddenly they're just the news is going to spin this out and be like, a t- character in video game with autism kills people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, this is going down a dark road. I mean, it's it's been out for a while. Like, I feel like it's been months since that revelation. Well, I mean, the news, they're still talking about, like, fucking Grand Theft Auto 3 in the news still. That, so. that is true. <laughs> Don't tell I'm them about GTA that, 5. I'm mm. upset that Anna isn't the one that's the autistic one because she, like, shoots things that inject people. And it be, what? could be considered, like, that. I don't know where you're going with that. Like, no, injured, like, okay. like <laughs> she's just a heroin addict. Yeah, I used to shoot heroin, now I'm autistic. <laughs> you're just literally... You're just literally imagining all the Overwatch characters as some sort of like I'm, I'm ability I'm talking that about how people think getting their kid immun- immunized that oh, like Jesus turns them up. Wow. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why? That's Why? where you went. Wow. Anti-vaxxers. Let's Dude, go. Good one. Dude, it's, it's totally true. It's totally true. Okay, guys? Okay? <laughs> that was meta. Was, I can't was... believe nobody hey, picked up on that. Fucking hit me up with that polio, baby. Speaking of Overwatch uh, and games with updates, um, XCOM hash- 2? Hashtag Rip Roadhog. <laughs> no, not XCOM 2. It's got Overwatch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fine, you win. You well win. Played. DLC just right? came out. Yeah. I thought that's where you were going with that, but then you mentioned the Overwatch thing and you got me. Seriously, anytime, if I'm just playing a random game and you guys are playing Overwatch, or are about to and just say, hey, you guys want to play Overwatch? I over- immediately, in my head, every time, I played XCOM so much, all I hear is, Overwatch. Aye, aye. <laughs> Good grief. Can we do another Overwatch-only stream called Overwatch Aye, aye? <laughs> and it's about uh... deep strategies of XCOM. Yes. <laughs> and how they relate to Overwatch. But we talk about it while we play Overwatch. Yeah. We discuss XCOM strats. Uh, there was a new dev update that came out for Overwatch yesterday, correct? Yeah. So okay. I was going to mention last week's update first, because I don't think we've talked about it. But Doomfist came out oh last week. Oh my god, Doomfist. <laughs> oh. We, we did talk a little bit on, on the podcast last time. Did we? Oh okay. yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because we talked about it being in the PTR. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's out now. Do any of you guys play Overwatch like at all? Do any of us? Yeah. I mean, I still I play mean, on occasion. I play. Aaron I plays on occasion. If on occasion is like once every nine months or something. I only, I only ask because I feel like I'm the only one who <laughs> still plays of this group. Like so, me and Owen. I launch it. I log into a game. I get obliterated and then reminded why I don't play it. The other night, Brendan was like, we should play Overwatch. And then Caleb's like, well, Alex probably won't want to. And then I thought about it for a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'll play. And then Caleb's like, 
I don't want to. I was just trying to <laughs> make it seem like it was Alex's fault. Well, to be fair, it didn't even. I didn't even like consider the fact that I would be playing it because I knew Alex would say no. And then he said yes, and it threw me off. And then I realized that I didn't really want to play it at all. Oh gosh, I'm stuck. What wow. do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I guess I'll admit it. <laughs> so we didn't play. Yeah. Long story short. Amazing. Long story yeah. short. Caleb, Doomfist. What about him? Any good? He was nerfed big time. I know that. I haven't actually played him. Jake is like the only person that plays Overwatch out of this group. Oh, he's man. Caleb about yeah. it. But, but Caleb though, wanted Jake? to mention it. He's not OP. He actually, a lot of stuff counters him pretty hard. Oh, really? Well, because he's got to get into melee. Yeah. So if you get a sight line on him, you can just drop him like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, he's only like 200 oh. health, right? Uh, Yeah, I think 200 exactly. This but, doesn't yeah. sound too great. <laughs> he also has a one hit kill. So oh. 200 health people are lower. Yeah. So but he's still, basically a glass cannon. In more Overwatch. or less, yeah. Like if he can a melee range glass cannon. <laughs> yeah, okay, I understand that it's melee, but still <laughs> That's funny. But um yeah, probably the open quotes best way to play him seems like it's going to be kind of just lurking and waiting for people to come to you because it seems like if you go out there there's a decent chance you're just going to get shit on. Hmm. Just because you you're pretty big. Like compared to other dive heroes like Tracer and Genji, they're just hard to hit naturally. Where Doomfist is kind of huge, mm -hmm. so it's not hard to land hits on him. Yeah, I feel like you have to have your team sort of in a frontal assault when you yes. jump in. On that, them, maybe. that's been my experience trying to go in myself. I just die immediately. But if you have like maybe like a Winston mm -hmm. or something that you can just kind of follow up on, it tends to go a lot better. All right, here's my one question about Doomfist. Do yeah. you take reduced damage in your one robotic arm? I doubt it. But if, that's if you punch people game, with that robotic arm, so pumped. you get a shield. You do get what? shields from punching nice. people. Yeah, that's his passive. The best okay. defense. <laughs> best defense good. is a good offense. Okay, exactly. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I see what they're doing. Also oh. for Overwatch, they just announced that next week they're going to have the yes. summer games again. Lucio Ball's coming back, baby. Yep, and there's uh, going to be a competitive Lucio, Lucio Ball mode. Lucio Ball. <laughs> yes. I just I I yeah, okay. Continue. <laughs> Were we I'm not really confused too? by the competitive Lucio Ball mode. Yeah, I don't know how it that seems really weird to me. Gonna I thought work. you said I thought you said Lucio Balls. Nah, Lucio and, I too? and I was like, did he get a new cosmetic? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's had the soccer one for like a year now, where he's got a bag of balls, I believe. <laughs> mm -hmm. When is uh, is that dev or is that um, update actually out now? No, no it's next Tuesday, week. I believe. Next week. Okay, yeah. next week. Um, other games got an update recently, which uh, Chad and I are both really excited about. Chad probably more than I. Um, PUBG. Yeah, the update actually playing. came out with uh, without breaking the the wall. Uh, it came out today. Um, oh, nice! And <laughs> and I'm since kinda... it came out today, you've definitely played it. So what's it like? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's great, dude. The first person mode is wonderful. Actually, uh, we're recording this definitely not on Thursday. Um, they did release on the test server first person mode. Uh, so you could have tried it, but I have what, not. What's that like? <laughs> it's great. Uh, so I want to, I want to just kind of, cause I was reading through these and, and it was making me kind of laugh. Um, so 
Optimize fence door and windows. Optimize vehicle physics. Optimize memory usage for world objects. Optimize terrain rendering, vehicle physics, user interface. Uh, they're going to add a new sniper, of course, and I think it's uh, care package only. Um, add two new face presets and hairstyle customization for both genders. Oh my god. <laughs> so we can finally pick beyond like fucking <laughs> Oin Gloin and fucking Johnny McFuckface. <laughs> Your freaking they, names are great every time. They all look like they all look like freaking ex heroin addicts. There's not a single one where I'm like, you know, that person looks okay. Not that every single person in a video game has to be beautiful, but these guys look like they got the shit kicked out of them by <laughs> an ugly stick. <laughs> Okay. All right, so they're adding first-person servers to uh, NA and EU servers, but it's only solo and duo games. We're not doing squads yet. Um, Fuck that. Basically, I don't know why they have to put it here, but it says player who choose first-person mode will be matched together with first-person mode. Uh, At the beginning of each drop in first-person mode, you'll still stay third-person to come out of the airplane until you hit the ground. Uh, the camera, the camera's gonna—they're gonna fix that later. Um, they just started kind of throwing this into the game, and it'll be first person only, straight up in future updates. Uh, camera will stay still while looting items to prevent dizziness. Uh, they added a feature of reporting players. I'm actually kind of excited about that, and also terrified about that because of the recent <laughs> drama that's happened <laughs> over player unknowns with uh, stream snipers and uh, team killers. So that's that's fun stuff. Um, some not to mention people... any time you kill somebody and they feel like it was unfair, you're like, they're fucking cheating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, some people killed, knocked out teammates in order to avoid giving the kill to an opponent who knocked them down. Uh, the kill no longer goes, or the kill now goes to the enemy. Like, uh, if you understand how once you get the down, that's going to be your kill. Uh, what they were doing is teammates were killing each other before they fully went to death uh, to where the, the KDR for the other players wouldn't go up. Never give up, never surrender. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind so, of fucking bullshit is that? I don't know. Like, I would never shoot one of you guys just to get you know the kill not to be Your given to the would. other team. Your dad You're would. right. And it wouldn't right. even be on purpose. Just be a complete accident. You just so, like, oh, there's a guy here on the ground. <laughs> They're decreasing the reload time of the VSS. Uh, players may now re-enter games if they have been disconnected mid-game. Woot! Uh, you may now play with the Xbox controller, and we'll, we will continue to make improve. I think this might be kind of semi in the game already, uh, but it's broken for you, Aaron. So um, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sound volume difference from inside and outside of buildings is more obvious. Uh, adding sound occlusion. effects. Yep. Yeah. Adding added sound effects while scoping or aiming weapon. Uh, added new <laughs> effects to characters running or sprinting over different types of services. <laughs> what does that mean? You're just gonna scope in? It's gonna be like. <laughs> 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 all right. So that's like all, it's that's just all, gonna be like a little metal clink, just like clink. Uh, that's all like gameplay stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're implementing. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! A, you missed the most important gameplay change. What is it, adding slight delay when dragging no. and dropping? No, they Improving added... character animation with weapon? No, they're adding car horns, dude. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh! 
I'm on Anderson Vehicles now. Adding a low rail to SKS, you may now you may now hawk a freaking car horn while sitting in the driver's seat while, uh, by left clicking. I'm so excited for this. Car horn's gonna be great. <laughs> car horn's gonna be so freaking great in this they're decreasing. They're it's decreasing the chance. Uh, yeah, it is gonna be such a troll. Uh, they're decreasing the chance of a vehicle exploding after the vehicle gets stuck in objects. <laughs> Vehicle driving sound will change slightly in F, uh, first person and third person modes. Um, they're adding new tire squ squeals and stuff. Cool. That stuff's cool. Uh, UI is being changed some with like a FOV slider, colorblind mode. Um, they're going to do region names on the minimap. What colors so, are in that game? Uh, I think oh, colorblind, I think colorblind mode is going to be more for like when you stare at the teal color nameplate. Oh, oh, and you can't or, freaking see it. Oh, for the uh, yeah, and like the map icons and shit. Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. I was about to say it's the most drab looking game. They're just going to look at it. They're like, oh, I thought it was all great to begin with. <laughs> uh, so bug fixes, partially fixed client crash. Uh, you may now you may not use consumables and vehicles underwater anymore. <laughs> that was our strategy. Yeah, for, I used it one time out of all the times that I knew about it. Fix bugs below uh, while spectating another character. Um, a character appeared to be shaking when the character moves around. Or is it like how you'll you're just spectating a guy and they'll be scoped in on somebody and you'd be like, yeah. "Dude, you're way off," because they're just staring at their fucking toe, just shooting it. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, nah, dude, I got him. I'm like, wow, you're, fu the, you're the fucking camera's, pro. Camera swing when a character scopes while walking. Camera swing when a character peeks left or right uh, while scoping. Character appears to be shaking when a player moves his mouse while scoping into prone. Character farther than 500 meters away from a vehicle will no longer hear the tire screech sound. Like, all these stuff, really dumb. Um, I think one of the ones that I was like, what? Uh, eliminated bombing outside of the red zone. Just, just bombs going <laughs> off outside the red zone. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like there's, I guess that's the, um, at the beginning of the match when we, when we drop over next to the garage building going to George, uh, there's that random bomb at Watertown. I think oh. that might be one of them. Um, the, it, they fixed a bug where the weapons would continue to play a loop reload animation even after canceling the reload. Uh, they fixed a bug where a character could see through others, uh, see through walls while scoping or crouching at certain walls. Uh, fixed a bug where characters sitting on an object inside of a certain building could see How through ceilings and walls. <laughs> Dude, they did a lot. The okay, so the biggest thing that I think is kind of an outrage to this game, but uh, I will probably spend some of the cash for it. Is they're introducing loot crates, two fifty a crate, and there's different ones. Um, there's the Wanderer crate that's free to open, and there's a Survivor crate that's free to open. But there's a, um, another one that's like a... I don't know which what it's called, but it's like for a tournament that they're having, and the proceeds are going to go to the tournament, kind of like uh, Battle Passes. Um, I don't know why this game is having tournaments this early, but... What, yeah, because you know, like I fucking mean, 4 million people are playing it, one's like, oh my god, I don't even know how like a tournament for that would yeah. work. You'd have to change... I the mean, general rules of a tournament. Dota was having tournaments when it was in. Yeah, early but access. I think I think the difference between Dota having a tournament in early access and this game having a tournament in early access is Dota was a little bit more polished and didn't have bugs that could break the game, uh, or just have like 
you get stuck in a wall or stuck in a door or or just die from falling or or something you know stuff like that Dude, um, this shit is lawless son so <laughs> so basically it's like you're in a tournament and then and then you lose first place because of a glitch and it's like that suck yeah now if you if you lose because you get outplayed boom like that's that's a tournament but if you're going to lose because of the bugs in this game uh, I'm glad that they added the you can reconnect because that might be good for the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite patch note you just read was they fix or they reduced the likelihood that the car would explode when it gets stuck in terrain or something. Yeah. Like they didn't bother trying to fix the car getting stuck. They just reduced the likelihood that it would explode <laughs> when it did. Well, I think the, the funniest <laughs> thing is it, it says it says fixed a bug where a character sitting on an object inside a certain building could see through <laughs> ceiling and walls. It's oh like my you know gosh. for a fact that that's the school. <laughs> yep, I know exactly where that's at. Oh, this, that's so um, great. This crate that has the two hundred, the two hundred, the two dollar fifty cent keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these cosmetics are based on characters from Battle Royale. Battle Royale, which is super nice. cool. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. Like the skirts that they added, the the um, there's like yellow shirts in there suit. too. Yep, the yellow jumpsuit. It's that's exciting. See this, like, <clears throat> yeah, this seems like an uh, why not? This game's getting big enough to warrant loot chests and like keys and all that shit. But like it, to me, it, cosmetics in that game, like I I usually try to take into account like something that isn't going to be flashy and it seems like in every other game everything you get out of a loot chest is flashier or cooler than what you might have so like is this going to go in the direction of like yo i got some like fucking ill ass like forest camo son like or are you going to walk in like yo i got my cut leather jacket and it's got a whole bunch of skull crossbones on it, a finger, and it says, like, fuck Russia or something. I don't know. You're going to get, like, <laughs> a cape that just has, like, a ton of particle yeah. effects pouring off yeah. of it. <laughs> just, you can okay. see you across <laughs> the map from forever away. That's so more evident in just right now watching the group stages of Dota 2, actually, just to kind of comparison. Watching, the like, on the pick screen, it shows the base character model when they pick someone. But yep. when then, so, then when someone chooses that actual hero to play as during the tournament... Like it changes to what their in-game items are. Yep. And oh my goodness, it goes from like just a normal looking character to like particle effects everywhere, the weirdest outfits, massive differences in in what it was originally to what it is now. And it's meant to be like so, so flashy. And I hope that's not right. gonna be the case for, yeah, like, for pub. Like the way I see it, all in all the games that I've experienced where you have like loot chests and like loot keys, all that shit. Like, it's all about peacocking. Like, you're just sort of going out like, dude, like, I got this cool shit. I look cool. And people will be like, wow, he looks cool. Yeah. Which is the opposite of what you want to do in PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. You want to be like, where the fuck is that guy? (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I don't think they would go the route though of like you. You. It it sound. It would sound too pay to win if they would get camo and stuff like that out of crates. But then what else do you do? Because like from there, like that that's the only like applicable thing where I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that because otherwise it's like I'm running around in that Waldo shirt. <laughs> just just being like, yo, look at me. 
I'm, well, I'm, I think the 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 ones that they added, like the um, schoolgirl outfit from Battle Royale, it's it's pretty dark and you don't really see it. Now, if you get that freaking banana colored, yellow bright jumpsuit, like you're, you're getting spotted everywhere, Doc. Uh, right. But but like it's it's one of those things where it's like they just released uh, Battle Royale clothing, and so this is the first um, loot crates that like people would enjoy because they've seen the the sh- the movie and they want these costumes. Now what they could do in the future, I have zero clue. I feel like something that that would be helpful to where you might find clothes. Like all of the clothes that I find out there in in the game are usually just like make me stick out like a sore thumb. But if you were to find, you know, just like a camo jacket out out there like make some of the clothing be part of the loot, you know what I mean? That you find yeah. while you're out there. I want like a nice tailored suit. I think my I'm favorite be, like, super fancy while I'm shooting people. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, sure. They already they already have like that that shirt with tie on it. Like why not? Yeah. I like um I like the brown high top trainers, but they're not in any loot crate at all. We need to get I have them to in find. I have. I have to find them uh, out in the wild, and I like when I find them because I feel so like pimping while I'm <laughs> shooting people. It's gonna turn into like actual fashion, like normal people clothes. Like they're gonna have sponsored like Air Jordan shoes. Oh my gosh, oh my you're so goodness. right. You're so freaking right. That's ridiculous. Because it's not gonna be flat. It'll never work if it's flashy. Because it's right. supposed to be a stealth game, and so they're gonna have to do like Under Armour, Adidas, Nike, like stuff like that. But then like have I don't know, maybe even like words on the shirts or something that like Some in the lobby tees. you can you can see it. Yeah, yeah and every single word says shoot me. <laughs> Some anime shirts. <laughs> get get my fucking Silk and Goku out. Yes. <laughs> Silk Goku button down. Oh gosh! Excuse me, boys, while I go and don my Silk and Goku. Oh man, uh, the Gamescom are furious tonight. Gamescom Invitational for those of you listening that actually want to watch it. Gamescom Invitational. And I just want to see people get really update, pissed. The update <laughs> is out today, August third. Correct. Perfect. Uh, let's move on to just some film stuff um, real quick. We're actually probably going to be winding down here, but uh, there's a couple things we wanted to talk about in film. Primarily the fact that several of us recently went to watch Baby Driver. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if that was necessary. Was, was it good? It was, not. it was awesome. I loved yeah. Baby Driver. It was very, very good. And I like we talked about it when it first came out when Jake went to see it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was talked up enough. It was like nope. exceptionally good. That Dude, may have been I'm the so... second thing that Alex said when we left the theater, Jake. Because oh, the yeah. first thing he said was, "That was so freaking good." And he didn't well, even move little... his like open his mouth really. He just kind of mumbled. Oh, he does that thing where you can just like barely see his teeth, and he's just like, "Yeah," so and his like whole freaking head shaking. <laughs> freaking so freaking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> typical Alex. But yeah, I was concerned because everyone I went with hated it. What? And then I met up with Shame another friend man. down here, and he was like, "Yeah, so I just saw Baby Driver." We were like, "Oh yeah, we saw it too." And he was like, "It was so bad." And I was like, "What? Does, do I have bad taste?" 
No, no. <laughs> okay, no. they do. That's what I thought because I was like, it's an Edgar Wright movie, so like, if even at its worst, it's film, probably not bad. Yeah, if you're a purveyor of film, you can at least respect his cinematography and all that like witty shit, even if you don't yeah. like it. You can but be yeah. like, that man is a good director. There is so much. Movies. So it was much my favorite movie. movie I saw this year. Definitely. Mm, wow. Damn. Yeah. I think it was mine too, actually. It was phenomenal. It was a great movie. Why were you guys so delayed seeing it? I don't know. Because we didn't talk it up enough? Yeah. yeah I think, like, really, basically, it came it. out and you guys saw it and it was just like, oh yeah, it was pretty good. It was good. I was like, oh, well. There's all these other <laughs> like, movies that I had to go see too. Like, I went the, and saw Spider Man instead, I guess, but I don't know. The closest movie theater to me is like 30 minutes away, and I ain't trying to fuck with that. <laughs> That's fair. Just wait till it comes out. Then it's 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 worth a watch for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna watch it absolutely as soon as it comes out on Blu-ray. I'm like fucking yo, dog. Like I was consistently like engaged just by the editing techniques that were being mm. used. He's a yeah. he's a masterful editor. Oh my gosh, his ability to line up sound and audio cues with scene cuts, mm-hmm. and then just like. Sound effects in in the in the in the movie just lining up with the actual audio track that's behind it was just like mind-bogglingly good. Yeah, no, that whole I guess like in it's not like an intro scene, but when Baby's just walking around the town and the music's yeah. playing, fucking incredible. And that was also, like all one long cut too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also so really good. felt like it was almost. Um, Almost fourth wall breaking in that he always had to like pause the music and then be like, he'd start the music and then be like, okay, go. So they'd go <laughs> do the job. But the music would be like the background music for what was going on. And all of that would line up exactly with like bullet shots, doors closing, uh, tires screeching, turn scene cuts. I it was almost like yeah, the baby was all playing the background the music, music was also the... like in world. Is yeah. The thing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that whole tequila scene was like a great example of exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Movie's phenomenal. Uh, if you I haven't gone to see it, it yet, go watch it. It's really good. Actually, pretty much everything from Edgar Wright is fantastic. So That's true. It's hard watch to go wrong. Watch Spaced. Spaced. It's his premiere. Uh, he did a TV show before he got into film. What the yeah, heck are you shoving in that. your mouth right now? Fucking chicken pie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century, fam. Yeah, we only just invented chicken get, pie. Get just what a program. time to be alive. <laughs> it's a recent invention. Uh, other things that came out. Uh, Ready Player One trailer came out last week um, after our last podcast. Or two weeks ago, actually, I think. Um, has everybody seen the trailer? Yep. I have not. Yeah. Nope. Oh, does anybody know what the premise of the book is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. Well, if you haven't read the book, which actually I hadn't read it, Last podcast. Now I have. So it's a I good it, read. I did it for a book report in high school. And the teacher almost didn't let me do it. Because she was like, you're having too much fun reading that book. <laughs> <laughs> what, you should not have fun reading a book? I also did, for my 7th grade book, no, 8th grade book report, I did uh, Battle Royale. Wow. Mm. I got taken to the go? principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not surprised. <laughs> The book is really good if nobody's read it. Holy crap, no hesitation on that one. Um, if you haven't read or if you haven't seen the trailer, we'll post the trailer here, but um this is gonna be a really 
really unique movie in that the, the amount of context they'll have for like just the 80s stuff all everything that falls in the 80s new retro wave music um all of the bands that were back in that era all of the sort of iconic things from film that you watched um literally everything you can imagine from the 80s will probably to some extent be in this they somebody did a trailer analysis and they came up with already like uh 40 40 sort of um I, they kind of called them Easter eggs, but they're just things within it that identify directly with the '80s, just from the two-minute trailer that's out now, which actually doesn't show a lot. The legal team on the movie and like the licensing department or whoever does all that stuff—they're probably at their limit. I'm sure they are. I wonder how much the just in, they have to license. in licensing they would have to. They're going to have to spend on this movie. Steven Spielberg, dude, he, he, he doesn't give a fuck. He just right. he just gets he just gets what he wants. Yeah, like it, if if suddenly things get a little too expensive, he'll just be like, "Hey Johnny W, you want to like I don't know, cost a couple mil over there? Thanks, Doc." <laughs> um. So uh, another thing here we had in list in film, um, Oat Studio new short films. Frank, what is this? Yeah. So uh, if anyone has heard of, I believe I've talked about this before, but I wanted to mention it on the podcast as well because it's amazing. Uh, Oat Studios is a uh, short film company put together by um, <clears throat> Neil Blomkamp, mm-hmm. who is the director of movies such as District 9 and uh, Elysium and Chappie. Chappie! Uh, he's a, a very good sci-fi director. Some of his movies were like a little... A, a, a little iffy but like the the universe the sets the every all the the universe is great and so he has about i think five 20 minute long short films all of them completely separate no relation and they are all in fucking credible they are amazing they range from like an alien invasion to like this weird vietnam war of this like weird thing that's basically mm-hmm. like a Vietnamese Dr. Manhattan. Oh. Um, but like more devilish. It's it's really, that's probably one of my favorites. There's like another one about this that's basically the thing. Um, but with a nice spin on it. Uh, there's one about God. Um, that one's like five minutes and it's okay. Um, there's, yeah, they're all really good. You should check it out. Oat Studios. They released a short film like I don't know once every couple months or whatever they should have a new one coming out soon and it looks really good uh they also have a pretty decent cast like sigourney weaver was in the first one um wow, wow. yeah uh and i want to say there were a couple a couple a couple other actors i recognized uh but didn't know the names of i should go and and look them up but yeah check it out oat studios on youtube oat studios hey other news too um san diego comic-con just came and went Recently. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was like over in a flash. Does anybody like, even pay attention to what happens at the Comic Cons? I don't know. I, if Owen were here, we might spend half an hour on this subject. That's probably <laughs> well, if they had a Nintendo Switch there, <laughs> maybe. Usually I hear a bunch of stories come out, but I haven't really heard anything. I saw a lot of trailers come out that day. I, I saw they had a new like Justice League trailer, and I was like... God. You know, I was kind of feeling good about the last trailer. I was like, a little bit of fun, a little bit of action, like, whatever, they're trying to do their thing. This last trailer, I'm like, who fucking edited this? 
who who did they just give like the guy that did Suicide Squad this? Josh yeah. Sweden was probably like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a terrible trailer so people have really low anticipation. And then everyone oh. will call for Firefly, and I'll make they another Firefly. They didn't need a new trailer <laughs> to set expectations low. They had two <laughs> movies to lower expectations. <laughs> okay. I didn't know Aquaman was such a dick. <sighs> what a are you bit. supposed to do with Aquaman? Like... You gotta do something. Is it, they're like they went edgy. Drogo. Yeah, they're, they're like, like what, yeah. Do we, what do we do? I don't know. Make them ripped. Make them real edgy. And the kids will like them. Yeah, and then the kids are gonna be like, I wanna be just like Aquaman. Go to the store, give me some fucking Wicked 3000, start fucking <laughs> drinking whey protein. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Get, what is happening? Get to the point where, yo, mama, go to the store, give me some fucking steroids. <laughs> I, I want to be just like Jason Momoa, mom. Are you good? Well. Hey. <laughs> Frank, can you repeat that? <laughs> no, that wasn't please. Frank. That was our guest. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Frank, can you get, get the guest back to repeat that? Uh, repeat what? They're already <laughs> gone. They're already gone. They already left. Yeah, they left, dude. Already left the studio. <laughs> they, dude, there he came in, shot up some steroids, said some shit, and bounced out my window, dude. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> you sound like climbing in your windows and snatching your people up. Where's yeah. the Manor Gamer been lately? Dude, nice he's been in the hospital. Meme. Yeah, you like that, Alex? Yeah. Clint Howard's been in the hospital for the past year. Clint Howard. Freaking Xanima do one on him, do one over on him. Yeah, he he started. He tried to play it in real life by drinking like oh. two bottles of cognac and then <laughs> taking a broomstick. And he he just came over one day. And he was like, "All right, Frankie, Frankie, let's fucking let's play Xanima, buddy. Come on." And then he just broke my vase. Just passed exasperated out. the entire time he's at your house. He's just yep. Wow. Usually calls me up and he's like. I tried to fucking plug the thing into the fucking thing. It didn't fucking work. I'm like, Clint, you're going to have to first chill it down. Second, you're going to have to use some adjectives here, buddy. Or some nouns. Or anything. <laughs> no, no. He'll, no, because then he's like, you know, the fucking pointy thing. And I'll be like, like the cable. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, the big, the big uh, thing. <laughs> so to get back on... Anything other than the Mainer Gamer. Uh, you see San Diego uh, Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Thank you so much. Oh, um, a couple other things we had listed and just kind of news, things that happened. Um, Alex has a couple things here. Uh, between the Nintendo 64 controller patent and Nintendo Pokemon news. Go Fest. Yes, where is Owen when you need him, uh, really? Nintendo like, oh, news, sans Owen. Fest. No. Nintendo sans Owen. All right. Here's, we're going to so see how long the, this lasts so last Nintendo year, Sans Owen. Here we go. Start last year, the Nintendo Classic came out, right? The NES Classic. This year, mm -hmm. they already said that they're putting out the SNES Classic. Did you just call it the SNES Classic? The SNES. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds like some dank-ass nugs. I, I think it's the, the SNES Entertainment uh, System. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, super, the Super wow. Nintendo, okay? They're putting out the Super <laughs> Nintendo Classic. Oh, the SNES. This year. Um, and they have filed a patent for a new version of the Nintendo 64 controller. So we're assuming that next year we'll get a 64 classic. Which, speaking of the Super Nintendo classic, you see all that stuff about the Walmart pre-orders and all this? Mm-hmm. 
So just... like they they op- they accidentally opened pre-orders for for the uh, Super Nintendo for like a half an hour, and there was like so many people that pre-ordered it, and then they canceled all of them. Oh no! <laughs> so many people upset. So yeah, there's gonna be some sort of mad dash this holiday season. Yeah, when they just, put like a, a neckbeard's just gonna walk into Walmart. The nice <laughs> old man at the door, the greeter, he's just like, "Hey, welcome to Walmart, Shani," and he's gonna come in. He's like, you motherfuckers! You canceled my fucking pre-order for the Super Nintendo Classic. And then he just <laughs> takes out a fucking sledgehammer and he takes it to the guy. But th- this old man, he did fucking judo, right? And he's like, "No, today, <laughs> my Jesus young Christ. man." And he just fucking flips that dude right on his ass. Also, oh, the, oh also the, the nerd was out of breath trying to lift the hammer. Our okay. neckbeard things. How many more guests are we gonna? <laughs> All the guests. So yeah, All the th- guests. Th- this is gonna be worse than Tickle Me Elmo. No, it's, it's gonna be fine. I hear they made like twelve whole systems this time. Yeah. <laughs> so like everyone who wants one can get one. They've already oh, like good, in so advance we'll told everybody that stacked. it's limited stock, so it's gonna be even worse than the first time around. That'll be fun. Like, more, is Nintendo like, looking at hu- the human population from fucking 1973? I don't know, man. I don't think Nintendo thinks anyone likes them. They're like, <laughs> like I, I don't guess know. we Nobody can make this. It. I don't think anyone will buy it, though. I don't think Nintendo listens to anything outside of Nintendo. They're just like, I don't know, put it out. <laughs> How many Wii U's do we sell? I don't know. Make a new one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Got it. So, And then uh, the Pokemon Go Fest happened, which is actually like... They had an event for people who play Pokemon Go, which yeah. is mm-hmm. weird enough as is. But actually, during the event, they released the first official legendary Pokemon to the game, and they were going to give it to like all the people that were there in attendance. And like the CEO is uh, is on stage, like announcing who the legendary is and like putting it out, and then everybody's trying to get it on their phone. Turns out they like broke the game because there's so many people in one area trying to play pokemon go at once so it just didn't work at all and then all of the crowd started chanting fix the game over and over again (laughs) like just to the ceo while he's on stage and he just kind of had to walk off and they like cut the the fest short and everything real disaster if only there were some way they could have seen that coming Oh man, that was really funny. You, you think Wait. with all the GPS data they'd have, they would see them coming? They they what? organized the event, damn it! Wait, they should have known. With the release of the game and how many times it crashed to begin with, they thought that this was a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does everything it, Nintendo not know how popular it is? Dude, I, yeah. someone should write them a letter. <laughs> so so Pokemon Go came out, and so now in my office, uh, one of the guys that I work with was like sitting on the shitter and he was like he was like oh yeah i, I caught a raichu this guy's like in his mid-30s he's like oh yeah i caught a raichu while i was you know taking a dump and so now at work whenever anyone in my like over in my bay goes to take a dunk they they call it catching pokemon like hey i'm gonna go catch some pokemon and i didn't know what it meant for like a week i was like why is everyone into pokemon go <laughs> <laughs> amazing I find like, it way more weird that minutes. everybody in your work just tells each other when they're going to take a dump. Well, no, because I'll just weird. be like, hey, hey, where'd so-and-so go? They're like, oh, they're catching some fucking Pokemon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's a big one, Snorlax, bub. I don't know what it is, but I'll walk into the bathroom at work, and it's like between 2.30 and 3, you walk in there, just like all the stalls are occupied. I don't understand what's going on at that time. It's prime poop time, dude. Prime poop time. 
fucking eight to nine a.m. is like a fucking cacophonous orchestra <laughs> when I walk in. <laughs> I can't fucking handle it. There's, there's just one time this dude just like for like I swear to God, not bullshit. You fifteen seconds straight. I was, Near the end of it, I was like, Jesus Christ. And then when he got to the end of it, all that came out was just like this. Were you you down at the end? You were just like. No, dude. (laughs) I returned fire. Oh, my goodness. Man, is this it? Is this how we kill the podcast? (laughs) Are we done? Uh, no, we got a couple quick things here. Board games. Uh, I wanted to talk about this real quick. You're just um, gonna move on from that, okay? I'm, I'm moving <laughs> on. I'm moving on. I'm, I'm skipping right off of it. Um, Good for you. A Song of Ice and Fire tabletop miniatures game is on Kickstarter right now. Um, oh. Their Kickstarter, what they wanted, they they had a three hundred thousand dollar goal. They're already at eight hundred and fourteen thousand. Uh, which makes me recognize that if you literally want anything to get funded on Kickstarter, you just make it off of something that everybody loves. It doesn't even matter if it's actually going to come out because it's on a lot of people. And, yeah, Holy it's on shit, I never thought of that, guys. I got, I'm <laughs> going to be right back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I don't know. It looks interesting. Uh, there, a couple other Game of Thrones are already out, but nothing that is a tabletop ministries game. So I guess we'll see if they make it or not. Suddenly D&D makes a huge rise and people oh are like, God. this is so amazing. Like, you can do anything. Like, I can't believe nobody's made anything like this before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. Tell us a story real quick, and then we can be done. Are you? Can you? Can you so, make it quick? Because you I, said quick on both of them. Yep. Yep. They are quick. So uh, I wanted to bring this up when Alex was talking about Pyre in minute and forty seconds. Uh, but while I was at PAX East this year. Uh, of 2017 i talked to darren korb he's the guy that does all the music for super giant games which i don't know about y'all but the bastion soundtrack was amazing uh transistor soundtrack was really good and from what i played of of pyre while i was at pax i was like this is really good and i was talking to him i talked to him for like fucking 45 minutes him and i were just like rapping together and it turns out that all the music in that game is um procedurally uh generated but not like fucking no man's sky where it's like oh play like an E note for like two minutes. Like, but like every character carries with them an instrument and there's like, you know, 12 or 15 overall sort of uh, themes and each character in the game brings a instrument to the fold. And it also depends on the situation to where the tempo will increase. And so he basically went and made all these samples and then basically turned into a fucking programmer because coding's easy and like figured out a way to procedurally generate all this stuff i thought that was really cool that's why i talked to him for like 45 minutes second of all okay peanut butter buttercup so i went to a pig roast this weekend i i've gone to a pig roast every single um uh, year of my life since i was born it's here in litchfield maine uh i is it in the ground pig roast or is it on a spit over a fire pig roast uh spit over a fire but we cover it over Okay. Can I just confirm something real quick? We were talking about video games a second ago. Did I black <laughs> out? And we were talking about pig roasts, or is this no, related? No, no, we we went from video huh? games to entertainment and movies to uh, we we took a dive into the dump, uh, and then we're talking about pig roast now. I which see. I think pig pig roast will lead us back two distinct to stories. Okay, yes, I see two distinct stories. Yes. Sorry, we just turned on a dime, and I was like, whoa. Did I pass out? Am I okay? You're ready for that. I was not. So just, okay. 
there was this little this little girl she was only like five years old she was cute as a fucking button just like like I, after seeing her and spending time with her um like throughout the thing she was just adorable there was this one thing every year uh my dad up until a couple of years ago uh would build a pinata for all the kids and you know some years we would have like three four hundred people there and there'd be you know like 50 60 some odd kids but you know things have died down and 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 it's slowed down but there were a lot of kids there this year this year uh on topic the uh pinata this year was a fidget spinner nice no <clears throat> my dad my dad and i figured out how to get it to spin while it was a pinata it's nice. pretty pretty mint um and all the kids were like oh my god it's a fidget spinner and like all the old people were like the fuck was that uh, Alex, it was an, it shut was, up <laughs> it was an old yarn spool um <laughs> so um but this this little girl you know they go through they get all the candy the money whatever uh the party continues i'm uh, i'm getting down hanging out with all my friends down by our tents suddenly she comes strutting down the hill this little girl i called her peanut because she wouldn't tell me her name um and eventually she just came up and everyone's like oh hey baby and she just walked up she tugged on my shirt and she was like um excuse me and I was like, hey, and she just held a cookie up to me. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks like a really good cookie. And she was like, she held it up like even further. She stood on her tippy toes. And she was like, I was like, is that for me? And she just like shook her head and I took it. And I was like, thank you, darling. And she was like, thank you for doing the pinata. And she walked away. I fucking melted, dude. I could, I, I got like the female equivalent or the male equivalent of like fucking baby fever dog. I was like, oh my God, I can't fucking handle this shit. That was the most good. <laughs> like everybody was just like, oh my God. She was adorable. Frank, I'm glad you had that experience. Oh, it was great. It was great. Dick, are you glad he had that experience too? I am. Um, yes, I, my life has changed for the better. All right. I, I mean, I, I know this. all of you guys like poop jokes. I got this. no, no more. I just wanted to end Please, on a no. lighthearted note. It was it was it was a heavy note though, Frank. How's it heavy? I don't know. Babies. Babies, Babies are scary. All right, so we're not a pinata. We're not gonna bust open and give you any more goodies. This is the end of the podcast. Ah. Uh. This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Frank Rice, Jake John Federkyle, Caleb Juno. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R, or some of you know him, Andrew Real. You can check out his music at www.soundcloud.com forward slash Amair or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial with an e.com, or you can check out their Instagram. Also, you can check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com for other video content and some free stuff. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. Forecast.